Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets on CBS 21. Meteorologist Steve Knight, hard to believe, but here we go. We are into September. That's right. We consider meteorological summer the months of June, July, and August. And so meteorologists continue, I should say, consider September 1st. Uh, the start of fall. Now, I know astronomically it doesn't happen for a few more weeks, but uh, kind of as meteorologists, we kind of divide up the seasons by months. And when we talk about meteorological fall, we talk about September, October, and November. So, at least from a meteorologist perspective, I'll just say it. Welcome to fall. And it certainly has been feeling a lot more fall like, wow, what a week. You know, of course, we started out really warm, really humid. We had those temperatures that were well into the 90s to start the week. And then it got a little bit eventful for us, uh, particularly on Tuesday as we had some showers, thunderstorms move through, some of which did have those stronger, gusty winds. And some of which contained some heavy downpours. It was just like it's been all summer long. It was kind of a tale of the haves and the have-nots. But there were some spots here in central PA that did pick up over an inch of rain alone from those storms uh, that moved through. So certainly some beneficial rain. But we do need to talk about the fact that it has been just a little too dry here in central Pennsylvania. And that is one of the bigger takeaways, really. Uh, from this week is that the uh, Pennsylvania uh, Department of Environmental Protection has come out and uh, pulling up the numbers right now here, even as we speak, but uh, they did come out and uh, basically say that, uh, yeah, we need uh, some voluntary restrictions, at least in terms of uh, our water usage here moving forward. So I'm pulling up uh, the email even as we speak. And uh, basically, the DEP declared a drought watch for 36 counties asking for voluntary water conservation. Uh, this came out uh, on Wednesday uh, around lunchtime. And uh, here's the quote. A few counties have experienced very dry conditions over the summer. A number of others inched into increasingly dry conditions in recent weeks. We're asking Pennsylvanians and all these counties to use water wisely and follow simple water conservation tips to ease the demand for water. That was DEP Acting Secretary Ramez Ziada that uh, made that uh, proclamation. So here are the following counties that are uh, underneath uh, this drought watch. Berks, Bucks, Bradford, Cameron, Carbon, Center, Clearfield, Clinton, Columbia, uh, Dauphin County, Delaware, Juniata, Lackawanna, Lebanon, Lackawanna, I should say, Lebanon, Lehigh, Luzerne, Lycoming, McKean, Mifflin, Monroe, Montgomery, Montour, Northampton, Northumberland, uh, Perry, Philadelphia, Pike, Potter, Schuylkill, Snyder, Sullivan, Susquehanna, Tioga, Wayne, and Wyoming. So it's interesting because it does not include all of our counties here in central Pennsylvania. Ours that are underneath this route watch are Mifflin, Juniata, Perry, Dauphin, Lebanon. And I know I talked about this on an earlier podcast, in fact, probably just a couple of weeks ago, how kind of that dividing line. Uh, over the summer in terms of areas that really picked up a fair amount of rain was kind of like Route 30. Once you got south of Route 30, and in some cases even south of the Turnpike, there was a bit more in terms of uh, overall rainfall. So as of right now, uh, the DEP does not have Cumberland, Franklin, Adams, York, or Lancaster counties uh, under this drought watch, nor do they have Chester County under the drought watch. However, Berks, Schuylkill, Northumberland, and Snyder counties are, along with Union County as well. So kind of depends on your location, but more or less, we're talking about uh, areas Harrisburg and to the north 
Western counties like all of Pittsburgh it seems to be okay. They are normal. They are listed as normal and not underneath uh, this drought watch. So again, this is uh, voluntary, you know, voluntary uh, restrictions. And it goes on to talk about many ways that uh, we can conserve water at home, including not running water when it's not necessary. Don't let the faucet run while brushing your teeth. Uh, run the dishwasher, washing machine more, I uh, should say, less often and with uh, only full loads. Water your garden in the cooler evening or morning hours and direct the water to the ground at the base of the plant so you don't like waste water through evaporation. I thought that was interesting. That's kind of a good tip that I, I personally I, I really uh, have never really thought of. Water your lawn only if necessary. Um, check for repair household leaks. Sweep your sidewalk deck or driveway instead of hosing it off. Good uh, good tips there, you know, instead of just getting out the hose and just hosing everything down. That's a good way we can cut back on uh, water usage. Install low-flow plumbing fixtures and uh, aerators on faucets and set up a rain barrel to be ready to repurpose rain when it does fall. Uh, that's all interesting stuff and uh, all ways that we can cut back and help out a little bit here. So... Yeah, six suppliers asking residents to voluntarily reduce their water use. Uh, they're in Clearfield, Cameron, Lycoming, Clinton County, Carbon County, and also the Pennsylvania American Water Company, the Bangor District uh, in Carbon County. So I think we all know, especially in the short term here over the summer months, it's been way too dry. One of the things that I want to get into here now that we're into September is kind of uh, putting a wraps on August and August, a very warm month. In fact, it goes down as the second warmest August on record. How about that? And what's interesting about this is that we we fell shy of the warmest August on record. Uh, that was in 2016. But if you look at uh, the top four warmest August on record, number one is 2016. Number two this year, 2022. Number three, last year, 2021. And number four, the year before that, 2020. So making a long story extremely short, top four warmest August on record at HIA, where our records are kept, have all come since 2016. So, you know, we've been talking about this a lot on the podcast. There has been a general trend uh, for our months to be warmer than average. And that has gone on now for several years. And so, you know, I'm starting to get the questions here already. People starting to say, oh, you know, what What can we expect for this winter? What can we? And, you know, the way I look at it is, you know, generally speaking, uh, you know, eight out of the, you know, eight out of 12 months in any given year anymore seem to become in above average in terms of temperature. And I just see no reason why that shouldn't continue. So uh, there's no real evidence out there to suggest that we are going to go into some big lull of below average temperatures where we are going to have a super cold winter where temperatures are going to be below average for most of the winter. I mean, I, I think it's safe to say that when we add up our winter months, that the, the overwhelming likelihood is that our temperatures will be at least average, more likely probably at least slightly above average, if not well above average. That's just going based on recent trends uh, that we've seen here over the last several years. But of course, as we get closer and closer uh, to the actual winter season, which you know meteorological winter doesn't start until uh, December the 1st, uh, we'll drill down more on what we think, at least in terms of what could be coming our way over the winter months. But yeah, August, very, very warm. In fact, a couple of real interesting August 
uh, statistics. First of all, our average high temperature for the month was 88.1. That is warm, folks. In other words, you know, you add up all 31 days and you add up all the high temperatures that we had. And the, the running average was 88.1. That is warm. That is certainly well above average. And uh, what's also interesting is when we talk about days that uh, are 90 degrees plus, wow, we uh, really strung them together in August. August, uh, you know, pretty amazing. In fact, let me count up. It's uh, 31 days, obviously, in the month. And as I'm looking at my uh, little handy-dandy almanac here, 14, 14 out of the 31 days uh, actually saw a high temperature of 90 degrees or higher. And for the year now, we have had 31 days, 31 days where our high temperature was 90 degrees plus. So when you add all that up, guess what, folks? That means that we have had an entire month, 31 days, a full month. Uh, this year where we had a high temperature of 90 degrees plus. And as we head into your holiday weekend, I do think there is a chance that we could do that again here over the course of the week. I had close call on Sunday, upper eighties to around 90. I think it comes down to how much cloud cover we have. And, you know, we always talk about this it comes down to one thermometer. Um, you know, I do think there will be some 90 degree readings throughout central PA uh, but whether or not we actually hit 90 at HIA, it's going to be a real close call. We're talking upper 80s to around 90 uh, on Sunday. So still uh, more opportunities here, even in early September, to potentially hit a high temperature of 90 degrees. And I believe I've got us at 88 on Saturday. So, you know, won't take a whole lot to nudge uh, nudge it over the finish line and uh, get it to 90 degrees. So don't be surprised if we get a 90-degree reading here over the course of the, uh, the uh, holiday weekend. Also, very, very dry uh in august uh officially just over an inch of rain and uh that left us uh, for just the month alone a rainfall deficit of two and a half inches uh of rain so yeah uh hot month dry month it goes down as the eighth driest august on record and that's piggybacking off of both june and july being below average in terms of our rainfall may thankfully i mean thankfully may uh, was very, very wet. I think that kind of saved us here in terms of uh, the growing season, in terms of our agriculture. Uh, but, you know, there's still, we still got pumpkin season, pumpkin, pumpkin season, as they say here in uh, Pennsylvania. And obviously pumpkins are mainly water. Uh, it's, you know, it's a crop that uh, does, uh, does do well here in uh, Pennsylvania in the fall. So hopefully uh, we can continue to, uh, uh, see some rain chances uh, in addition to uh, this weekend. So at least heading into your holiday weekend here, obviously your Friday here is spectacular. Uh, what a difference from a week ago. High school football games were hot, humid, kickoff temperatures in the upper 80s. We had a few that had to deal with some lightning delays as we had some real isolated thunderstorms. Even had a few games that had to be scrubbed. And uh, then they had to pick up those games uh, the next day. Most of the games were okay, though. But, yeah, it was warm. It was humid. Uh, weather for the high school games tonight is just going to be fantastic. Uh, kickoff temperatures, mid-70s. So really, really comfortable for us uh, for high school football here later on tonight. But some of that summertime stickiness, right? We always talk about, you know, Labor Day, of course, being the unofficial end to summer. And some of that summertime stickiness is going to come back here 
over the course of the weekend. And uh, we'll really start to feel it. I, I mentioned Sunday being near 90 degrees. That humidity is going to creep back up. We're going to start to see dew points mid to perhaps even some upper 60s. So you'll notice an uptick in the humidity. And with that, isolated pop-up storm chances on Sunday. It does look like the potentially, potentially, they could be a little bit more widespread uh, for us on Labor Day during the afternoon. So we'll look for some scattered storms to pop up. I think some cloud cover on Labor Day will also hold our temperatures back uh, likely into the mid-80s. As uh, I record this podcast, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty about next week because there are some models that want to uh, give us several chances for rain and leave us unsettled with perhaps even some waves of low pressure uh, next week, keeping our rain chances around Tuesday, even into Wednesday, maybe even Thursday, not talking about all day rains, not talking about washouts here, but that possibility that we could have some showers around and some beneficial rain that we uh, know that we uh, all need. There are some other models that uh, want to kind of choke that off to the South and keep those rain chances to our South. So uh, best way I can put it to you is uh, rain next week, certainly not a given, uh, but uh, now that the kids are back in school and uh, let's, and for the most part, a lot of summer vacation season is over. Let's keep our fingers crossed, especially during the work week that we uh, do uh, see some of that beneficial rain that uh, we could really, really use. Another big topic I wanted to tackle here this week, Atlantic hurricane season, because uh, we are closing in on a record. Uh, in fact, today, we tie the record for the longest gap in between named storms in uh, at least recorded Atlantic hurricane history. So last time we had a named storm was July 2nd. That was Colin. Next name on the list is Danielle. We are, there is uh, some activity uh, in the tropics right now. Uh, a couple of systems that have been coming off uh, the coast of Africa. And... There's a chance here over the course of the next day or so we could have a named system. But I got to tell you, if it does not happen uh, between now and tomorrow or even, you know, midnight tonight when we officially get to uh, Saturday, that will be an all time record. That will be 61 days uh, where we have gone in between systems and that would be an all time record. Uh, but the all time record was set back in 1999 and then things did get pretty active and pretty busy in uh, 1999, at least in terms of uh, hurricane season, especially getting into the fall. I want to say that even central Pennsylvania picked up uh, remnants and a lot of winds. And uh, I'm just doing this off the top of my head here, folks. I'm just thinking out loud, but I'm pretty sure it was Floyd. You know what? I'm sitting here at my computer. So, you know, bear with me here a second, folks, on the podcast, because I am going to do a quick search, typing it in right now. Of Hurricane Floyd, and there you go. Boom, Hurricane Floyd, Cape Verde hurricane, struck the Bahamas and the east coast of the U.S., sixth named storm, fourth hurricane, third major hurricane of the 1999 Atlantic hurricane season. So triggered the fourth largest evacuation in U.S. history behind Irma, Gustav, and Rita. 2.6 million coastal residents, five states, ordered from their homes, as it approached. I really remember that because uh, here in central Pennsylvania, we had some really strong gusty winds as uh, Floyd moved in and uh, some real heavy rain as well. And uh, that was uh, in uh, about uh, early to mid September. So, you know, here we go, folks, you, you never know uh, <laughs> what to expect 
in terms of what's coming here down the road. And just because it's been very, very quiet, it doesn't mean it can't heat up. So early on September 8th, the Depression, uh, what became known as Floyd, became well-organized, and the National Hurricane Center upgraded it to a tropical storm, large circulation, initially lacked a well-defined inner core. So, wow. Uh, the first Hurricane Hunters mission on Floyd happened September 9th of 1999, and uh, there you go. Uh, from the 12th to the 13th, Floyd rapidly intensified, aided by warm waters east of the Bahamas. And uh, yeah, boom, there you go. So, you know, 1999 is the all-time record for biggest lull uh, in Atlantic hurricane season. Uh, we had a chance of breaking that this year, but then Floyd rolled in. September 16th, Hurricane Floyd made landfall. Cape Fear, North Carolina, 105 mile per hour winds. It was a category two. And a storm continued northeast, uh, made its way up through the northeast, eastern Jersey, Long Island, New England. Uh, it moved through Delmarva. Uh, so that's why we got such a big, big piece of Floyd back in uh, 1999. And they continued to move uh, through the northeast, New Brunswick, PEI, also known as Prince Edward Island and uh, Newfoundland on September 18th. So basically, mid-September of 1999, we dealt with Floyd, which is so interesting, considering that uh, we're closing in on this all-time record of a lull. And then not only was there shortly thereafter a hurricane, but uh, a hurricane that actually uh, brought us uh, some really, really intense weather here in central PA. It says here that for about 12 hours, Hurricane Floyd remained just below a Category 5 while crossing the Bahamas. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it, it, it became a major hurricane and uh, struck the United States as a uh, category two. And you look at the death toll. Uh, this is just amazing to me. When you consider 1999, there was obviously, you know, a lot, a lot of communication. We had the internet by then. Uh, we didn't have the immediacy of social media, but 85 deaths uh, from Floyd back in 1999, including 13 in Pennsylvania. That is amazing to me. Um, in 51, in uh, North Carolina alone, uh, flooding was in the billions of dollars of damage. So it's just, it's very interesting to me when you take a look at, you know, the, we, we call it analog forecasting, where you look at one year and how it mat may match up to a year in the past uh, or a similar pattern. And, uh, you know, we shall see. Um, I will say this. It has gotten rather active uh, in the tropics. Something I was reading about this week, and this was kind of a new phenomenon to me, that uh, there are some wind patterns off of Africa that have kicked up, for lack of a better term, a whole bunch of dust and or sand. And uh, that gets blown out uh, over the ocean. And that has been holding back like a weather pattern of wind uh almost like monsoonal wind that has been uh kicking up a bunch of dust and sand out over the ocean has been limiting the chances for hurricanes to form and that is the you know that one of the pervasive theories as to despite the fact that our ocean water temperatures are so warm that it actually has been fairly quiet in terms of our hurricane season so far. Again, that last name storm was Colin uh, back on July 2nd. So I do think, and Tom Russell and I were talking about this last week, it's just kind of one of those gut feelings that it has been so quiet here in central Pennsylvania. And uh, really, obviously along the East Coast in terms of hurricane season, but just feel like we may be, uh, you know, in, in – 
almost one of those uh, it stands to reason or the law of averages going to catch up with us that things could get um, rather interesting around here uh, with our fall weather and in particular in terms of maybe some tropical systems some remnants or some tropical systems I will say this you know we could use the remnants of a tropical system we could use about uh, three inches of a, a steady soaking rain over the course of a day or so um, that would actually be a real big benefit to a lot of Pennsylvania. It would make for some pretty miserable days. It would not cause, you know, big time flooding here um, just because we're so dry and a number of our creeks and streams are running so low. So, you know, remnants of a tropical system wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. We'll have to see what uh, is in the cards here for Mother Nature, though, as uh, as we move forward. Speaking of moving forward, I mentioned, you know, it being pretty warm over the course of the uh, holiday weekend and then heading into next week. Rain chances, as I as I mentioned, you know, not a given. Uh, but looking ahead into next week in terms of overall temperature, I think a lot of our days will be in the mid 80s, probably a, maybe a couple of ticks up above average. And uh, toward the end of the week, it could be fairly warm again. And I, I would say that we're going to be either average or slightly above average, at least through mid-September, when I do think we could start to tap into some you know, bona fide cooler temperatures typical, right? Uh, for this time of year would be the back half of September. And I, I do think that once we get into that second half of September, that's when we're going to have that opportunity to string together a lot of days in a row uh, where we see those high temperatures that are in the 70s. And that fall weather, if you like fall, that fall weather that we all really, really love here in central PA, where you, know, you get a little bit of that crispness in the air and you have those high temperatures in the 70s with the lower humidity. I think for that to be consistent, we're probably looking at the back half of September here. So don't rush the hay rides. Don't rush the pumpkin spice. Don't rush the Halloween candy. Uh, because I think it's going to still feel pretty summer-like around here until at least mid-September, back half of the month. Just reading some of the current trends and looking at some of the current trends, uh, like the week of uh, September 18th through the 24th, that's when I think we could have uh, some pretty consistent high temperatures that'll be uh, back down into the 70s. So we hope you have a great long holiday weekend. I think by and large, the weather will cooperate. Again, those thunderstorm chances returning Sunday, same thing on Monday. Uh, very hit or miss, haves and have nots, at least in terms of uh, who picks up the rain. And then a reminder, of course, again, that, you know, some of our counties are underneath uh, at least a drought watch. And, you know, those counties are Mifflin, Juniata, Perry, Dauphin, Lebanon. We'll even toss in Burke, Schuylkill, Snyder, Northumberland uh, for those counties. So do what you can to uh, voluntarily uh, restrict your water usage. But make it a great uh, holiday weekend here, folks. That's right. Meteorological fall is here meteorological that's always a tough word for me to say i always kind of have to pause before i say it meteorological fall is here uh so uh for those of you that love fall it's my favorite season looking forward to some cooler temperatures and looking forward to football season as well we got still have a week until the nfl arrives but looking forward to that as well so make it a great holiday weekend and as always thank you so much we appreciate you tuning in to another edition of it's raining mets